The text for today's message is taken from our gospel reading from Luke 23, and I'll read a portion of the text again. It was about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, for the sun had stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. If you would bow your heads with me in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, you are the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You are our great high priest and the sacrifice that makes us whole. Help us hear your words from the cross when you said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. For you are the door that opens for us entrance into the very presence of God. And for that, we thank and praise you for your great love and mercy. We pray it in your holy name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Throughout the 40 days of Lent, we have been talking about doors. Doors that we go through, doors that God uses for our life and for His purposes. Doors. They provide a passageway from one room to another, from outside of a place to inside of a place. Closed doors, shut off that passageway, either from one room to another or one person to another. And in the Bible, it's not just doors that God uses. God uses other image-like doors, such as gates and curtains, to perform the same function. But on this Good Friday, we're going to talk about the curtain that was in the temple, And to help us understand the significance of the curtain and the temple, we need to understand a little bit more about the temple. We need to understand a little bit more of who served in the temple, that is the priests. And it would be helpful for us to know the significance of the curtain, why it was there, why it was torn, why was it torn from top to bottom. And what does that all mean for you and me today? And so the theme for today's message is simply that the curtain was torn in two. The, tur- the curtain was torn in two. So let's begin, first of all, by looking at the significance of God's temple. And to do that, we need to go back to the beginning of time. We need to go back to the very creation of the world. Because when God created the world, the world was his temple. The world was God's temple. God divided his creation into three parts. There was the heavens, the sky, there was the water and the land. Heaven and earth were not separated. God was with his people. Human beings who were made in the image of God, who lived in the very temple of God, that is his creation, 
were there each and every day taking care of God's creation, taking care of His temple. They met with God and walked with Him in the cool of the day. Adam and Eve knew who God was as their divine King, as the Almighty Creator, as the ruler of all heaven and earth. And their purpose, their purpose was to take care of His creation, that is, His temple. And when Adam and Eve sinned, everything changed. God's creation, His temple, was broken in two. They had to leave that temple garden, the garden that God had made for them, and every aspect of God's creation was damaged. God placed a curse upon Satan. There was a a curse upon women in the life that they would live, and in bearing children, there was a curse upon Adam in the ground that was given by God so that it would be painful and toil and a difficult labor for Adam to sow and reap his harvest, to eat the food that God was giving them. And God said as a part of the curse that Adam and every descendant of his would once return to the dust of the ground from which they were taken. And God's holy temple was soiled and stained with sin. Later, when God's people came out of Egypt, God brought them out. He brought them to Mount Sinai. God designed for His people a new place to worship. It was the tabernacle. The place where God would be present with His people. If you would go to the book of Exodus, you would see that it is spelled out in great detail exactly how the tabernacle was to be made. It too was made in three parts. The outer court, the holy place, and the most holy place. Inside the most holy place was the Ark of the Covenant, and that was the very place where God promised to reside. It was the very presence of God where the high priest could find him. And the holy place and the most holy place was divided by a curtain. And that curtain had pictures of cherubim on it to remind the great high priest as he would walk through the curtain once a year on the Day of Atonement that he was actually stepping into the throne room of God. And the tabernacle would be a place where God would dwell with His people. Later, a permanent temple was made in Jerusalem it would have had the exact same design as the tabernacle. Supplies would be gathered by King David, but it was King Solomon who actually oversaw the project and made sure of its completion. And that temple lasted for over 350 years. And it's not just important to understand the temple, but it's important to understand who served in God's temple, that is, the priests. In the beginning, it was Adam and Eve as they served in God's temple garden. They were the priests. But after they sinned, God chose another human being to represent Him to the world, and that was Abraham. And God would place His hand on Abraham so that he would share God's blessings with all of the world. 
and it would be through Abraham that God would give his presence and make himself known. Then at the time when the tabernacle was built, God chose another, Aaron and his sons, to be the priests. And a question is, what do priests do? But priests takes what God gives them and they share it with the people. They take what the people have to offer and they share it with God. They are God's representatives to the world, to mankind. Priests act as mediators and go-betweens between heaven and earth, between the divine and human. They offer the sacrifices to God and they take God's good gifts and share them with God's people. And now we come to the story of Jesus. In the opening verses of John's Gospel, John tells us about who Jesus is. He said that the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. The word dwelling is the same word that's used for tabernacle. Jesus tabernacled among us. He made his dwelling among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father full of grace and truth. And we find out, we get a glimpse of who Jesus is really going to be. He is going to be the new temple of God. Do you remember when the Jews asked Jesus for a sign? Do you remember the sign that Jesus gave them? He said, I will destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up again. He wasn't talking about the stone structure that was there in Jerusalem. He was talking about his own body. I will destroy this temple and raise it up again in three days. And we find out that Jesus is the new temple. The place where heaven and earth will meet. The place where God will walk with his people. And they will know him and know his love. And we find that Jesus is not just the new temple, but Jesus is also the high priest, the great high priest. The one who goes into the most holy place to offer a sacrifice once and for all, the sins for all humankind. on the Day of Atonement, so that we might be made right with God. And so let's go to Jerusalem that, for that week that Jesus died. Let's go to the temple and see what the priests were doing, the, the offerings that they were giving and the sacrifices that they made. They were sacrificing the blood of lambs, sprinkling it on the horns of the altar, the priests and the Levites were going from place to place, offering up the prayers of the people to God and cleaning up for the sacrifices of the day. And not far from all this busy place was the holy place and the most holy place. And what separated those two rooms was a curtain. And according to tradition, that curtain was as thick as a man's hand. Now let's go to the night before Jesus died. When he was praying in the garden, 
and he sweat drops of blood that fell to the ground. The crowd came to him with swords and clubs to arrest him. He was betrayed with a kiss by a friend. Later, one of Jesus' closest disciples betrayed him three times. He was mocked and beaten. He was condemned and sentenced to die a death on a cross. And it was there on the cross that Jesus spoke as the great high priest when he said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And as people watched, they laughed, they sneered, they mocked him. And the scripture tells us there were two other thieves, one on each side, who also mocked him, but one had a change of heart. And he said to Jesus, he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus, again, acting as the high priest that he was, said, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. And then at the sixth hour, darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour, for the sun had stopped shining. And the curtain temple was torn in two. The temple curtain was torn in two. A curtain that was 60 feet tall, 30 feet wide, a curtain that was covered in crimson and gold, a curtain that was thick as a man's hand, that once separated people from God, was no longer needed. For Jesus had made a way for us to go into the very presence of God. Why was the curtain torn in two? We read it in our second lesson for today in Hebrews, it said, so that we might have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. For it was his blood that opened for us the way into the presence of God. And what is our response? Again, the writer to Hebrews tells us, so that we might draw near to God with a sincere heart and the full assurance that faith brings. And so let us hold steadfastly to the hope that we profess. For he who has promised is faithful. Let us consider how we can spur one another on to love and good works so that we can continue to be the people God created us to be. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but let us encourage one another all the more until we see the day approaching, the day when Christ will come again. For Jesus has opened the door, never again to be closed. For it is through his crucified and broken body, the temple, that our sins are forgiven. And through this door, we enter into the very presence of God. Jesus 
is the temple. Jesus is the great high priest. Jesus is the door through which we enter into life. Jesus is the sacrifice that gives us life so that we can say along with Jesus Christ, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen.